Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50. Football, and I think Austin Victory. The Ultimate Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 158 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave in the uh, the palatial Fan Cave studios here in my humble abode in uh, the Middle Tennessee region of uh, of Middle Tennessee. How about that? Are you okay there, Mosh? 
So the it's Sorry. it's kind of like a fee fi fo fum going on when Mosh comes marching in from the bathroom. There's like a whole like <laughs> the cameras are shaking and stuff, you know. But uh, anyway, so welcome to this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. I am your host. My name is Murph, and uh, we do this little show here. Uh, a now have done it 158 times, Ooh. and uh, and and thankful to be here. And thank you to those of you that are joining us. Live. So those of you on the audio version of the podcast, thank you to you. And those of you joining us live on the YouTubes at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Thank you to you. That includes folks like DT The Sun, Tyrone Graves, Superdeuce, Ron the Maid Raider, Fabricator Gil from IE, Matthew Mangus, Pirate 1975, Raider J, Hot Wheels 84, Ernie Cortez, Richard Gonzalez, Richie Cheddar. I don't remember eating battery acid. <laughs> Raider Ramon is calling this the great mosh quake of 2020. <laughs> I had issues. Oh, well, yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so speaking of issues, welcome to Murph's <laughs> Fan Cave, the man that adorns the southern annex of the, uh, no, the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave. That's the one and only Uncle Mosh. That was close. Uncle that Mosh. was close. You doing okay, Mosh? Yeah, I know. I, I got all wrapped up. And, and what? I, and, and stuff. I, I was I was doing prep. Oh, not like physically. You no, like... no, 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 no. But uh, but uh, so I went in there and I, I had to take care of some personal business. And I and I was in there and I was going, man. I I I I, I thought I had <laughs> what a, I thought I had one of Big Raider Trucker's burritos or something. Oh, jeez. I, I had some issues. Oh my. But God. I'm okay now. You okay now? Yeah. Are you in top show form now? I gotta point? tell you, I got an issue. You didn't like eat a whole bunch of extra Cheetos. No, no, no. no but okay. after 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 Swaggy J was telling, we'll get to him in a minute. But he was telling me about about the Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, the fire Cheetos. Yeah, don't eat too many. No, of those. don't eat too many. It'll uh-uh. change to make things change colors. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not good. It'll add an extra dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the extra dynamic, let's welcome to the Western Annex of the No, dang it, I messed it up. Hey, Raider Ramon goes, Uncle Mosh is feeling the Southern Annex right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's welcome the man that adorns the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Deck. Swag Jeff. Yeah, yeah, those flaming hot Cheetos. They'll make you want to go to the doctor. Yeah, they'll make you yeah. think other things are going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, I got some breaking news. Uh, well, break, come on, break, I, come I got on. some breaking news. There's break been, it, Swaggo. There, there has been a celebrity stabbing. Oh no! Yeah, Ooh, yeah. No, it's that uh, that that pretty blonde girl, uh, Reese uh, uh, Witherspoon. No, it was with a knife. With her knife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, yeah! Yeah! Come on! <laughs> oh, you got it. Let's like the Henway. I, I, exactly. <laughs> I I tried to get you last week, Murph, and and I couldn't get you, but this week I got you. Oh my God! Swagosaurus Rex yeah. comes up with one. Oh my the, gosh. the dad joke of the week. The dad joke. Very oh. well. Very well done, gentlemen. There you very go. Nice thank to, you. Thank you. Yeah, got you. I want to talk about Reese Witherspoon. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get your camera. Oh, well, first off, let me say this. <laughs> let me, this is Raider Nation. You're used to us being here for like two hours every night. We say we always try for a 90 minute show and we go two hours. We really are going to be here for like an hour tonight. So, so like lock in for some fun Raider talk, but we're going to play tonight. We're going to be kind of all over the place. So, I'm butthurt. I, yeah, I'm butthurt. No, 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 no. Not the, because of the, the Flaming Cheetos okay, either. Right. <laughs> I'm butthurt. So, what is butthurt? Okay. Butthurt is overly or unjustly offended or resentful. An excessive or unjustifiable feeling of personal offense or resentment. So what are you butthurt about, About Mosh? being left on red. Ooh, who left you on red, Mosh? Talking about, and, and let me tell you what being left on red is. 
What does left on red mean? It's an internet slang. A person is left on red when a recipient has read but not responded to a sender's message. The expression is often used to express feeling ignored. I'm feeling ignored. Who ignored you? Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) Did you tweet her? I have tweeted her. I've called her. I've left her messages. She never responds to anything. You know why? Why is that? Because I got tea to spill. Oh, what do you know? You don't know spilling tea, do you? I do know spilling tea. So if you're spilling the tea, you're telling the truth about someone. What is gossip? It's exchanging information about someone who isn't present that may or may not be true, often personal in nature, often something you're not supposed to be repeating. I heard Reese Witherspoon is a Raider fan. Oh, nice. I have reached out to Reese Witherspoon again and again and again, and she has not responded. She's left me on red. She's ghosted you. Butter. She's ghosted. You know, we, you no, know, actually, ghosting you. is you have to have made contact first, and then. And I have a whole thing about that. G- girls will friend zone you, but a guy will ghost a girl. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. There, there, you can't. And, and I don't care what gender you want to say you're with. Guys will ghost faster than a girl will friend zone. You think so? I know so. Especially now that it's okay to break up over social media. So is Reese Witherspoon ghosting you? No. Or is she, uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, friend zoning. Friend zoning. Are you She's, on the friend zone? No, nothing. I get, I, I'm just, I'm being left on red. Okay. All right. <sighs> Did you see uh, also this week there was a picture of Margot Robbie in a Raider toque? Did you see that? No. Oh, Margot really? Robbie who plays, uh, who plays uh, Harley Quinn. And, uh, and nice. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And the new Birds of Prey Sweet. movie, and, and famous for a million other things. Like, um, what's the one with Leo DiCaprio? That was where she kind of broke big. Um, the one where he's the stockbroker. Oh, uh, the Great Gatsby. No, it's no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, I never saw that. it. Oh, great movie. I just finished The Great Gatsby. There, I finished it last night. The movie? The, no, oh, the, the book. book. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know I'm a great. crazy reader. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I read what my kids are reading in, yeah. in school, oh, and nice. I just finished it. I hadn't read it in 35 years. It's a good book. Oh, it's amazing. So good. So it's good. so good. All right, so let's jump into some... Uh, <laughs> what, Jeff? You look at me funny. Oh, nothing. Let me let me get that... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no, I'm confused. I can't hear myself. You can't hear yourself? Uh-uh. Well, can you hear yourself now? Check. Hello? Yeah, is that better? That's a little better. All right, well, I'll just keep... Well, keep Keep playing with your microphone here. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> easy. 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 Hey, easy. Hey, hey, hey. easy. That's to yourself. All right. So uh, welcome to Raiders Fan Rito, episode number 158. Please do us a favor. If you want to hear more riveting Reese Witherspoon and Flaming Hot Series. If you know her, tell her to call. Flaming Cheeto Talk. You can uh, you can subscribe to us at Murph's Fan Cave, uh, anywhere you could find a podcast. That is M-U-R-F-S. Fan Cave, hit the subscribe button and never miss an episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Or you can, as I mentioned earlier, check us out live, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. We will always do this show for free, and any of the money that we make here on Raiders Fan Radio, we will always give it back. The only thing that we ask for your support in is just subscribe, or rate us, or like whatever, or actually, most importantly, tell your friends. That's We get new listeners all the time, and uh, most of the time that I hear back from our new, list, our new listeners, it's because someone's referred to them. Someone said, hey, 
These are, you know, listen to this show, check it out. This is, you know, to their brother, their buddy, their friend, their sister, like whatever. Like, so definitely share us out, all of you, especially if you're in booster clubs and whatnot. I know there's a lot of Raider fan-created content out there uh, to consume. And uh, so if you do like our show, please uh, make that recommendation and let other people know about our show. And in fact, we're going to talk about a way that we did that, Jeff, Jeff and I did today. But before we get to that in the respect segment, let's uh, refer back to our episode number, which tonight is number 158. And our social media director, Swag Jeff, always gives us something relevant within Raider Nation that relates back to that number. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So so uh, so episode 158 of Raiders Fan Radio. We are going to go back to uh, we're going to go back to Masha's time. We're gonna come go. On, come on. on. We're gonna go back to 1971. Oh, 1971. Should I play the? Should I play your theme song from there? Yeah, just, just, do it, to, do just to harken back to that just, era. Well, give yeah. Me give me a little bit. Give me a little bit. You're listening to Uncle Mosh's Super Stories of the 70s. From the Oakland Coliseum, here's Uncle Mosh. Yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce my buddy, Swaggy J. So, this week on uh, Mosh's Stories from the 70s, <laughs> we're going to go to 1971 and talk about everyone's favorite number 88, Raymond Chester. Oh! Woo! That we met at the Bolitnikoff Crab Fest. He loved you and I when we went up and oh, talked to him. Oh, he loved us. He loved us. He signed about 10 of those, uh, uh, 10 of those programs for me. Absolutely. So, so 1971 was a Pro Bowl season for Ray Chester, and he had 28 receptions for 442 yards and seven touchdowns. And you guessed it, that comes to 15.8 yards per reception. Ah, one five eight. There nice you go. Job. Thank you, Ray Chester. Nice job, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent job. Do you remember Raymond Chester? Of course I do. you do. Of course I you do. do. I do. He was kind of underrated, wasn't he? Totally underrated. Because Casper kind of stepped in he and did. took all the spotlight, right? And, and But Chester, he was a bad dude, man. Yeah. And he, and, he, and he was so gracious the other night. The other night. The other night. Like, when, what was that, a month ago? <laughs> Felt like it. It was like it, five, it, though, I guess. Huh? It, really, <laughs> it really was five months ago? I think so. Wasn't it that long ago? Yeah, yeah it was four wow. months. Four months ago. It was October? Oh, it was November 1st. What was the date right there? Yeah, November November 1st. 20, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But he was. He was so was gracious. So cool. He Super was nice so guy. cool. They yeah. all were, though. They all were. Absolutely. Good stuff there, Swaggo. Well, yeah. Always love to uh, shout out the Raiders of the 70s. Uh, absolutely. Uh, my superheroes and Mosh's, your original, your teams you were rooting for. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. All the time. Absolutely. So pretty cool stuff there. All right. So uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio, we, uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But we like to give respect. So uh, we want to give respect to uh, to a, a couple, actually more than a couple, a couple topics here, uh, but uh, really a, an army of people. Um, so I'm going to start off by, I'm going to highlight one guy from this, but it was really a multitude of people. I'm going to highlight Raider J, who I think Raider J is in our chat room tonight. Raider J on Twitter. So rolling back to last week's show, we told you the story about Will Compton, the linebacker number 51 for the Raiders. Yeah. Lives here uh, in Middle Tennessee where we all live. And uh, a linebacker for the Raiders, also played for the Titans and the Saints and, and a handful of other teams. And he does this big podcast called Bussin' with the Boys. He does it with left tackle the Titans, Taylor Lewan. And those guys are they're really funny, and there's a lot of synergy between like where we do our podcast and where they do pod, their podcast. And we, 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 uh, we appealed to you, Raider Nation, 
the listeners of RFR, the sea of fans, to lobby on our behalf to get Will Compton on our show, to somehow help us make contact with him. Well, we did, you did, this week, and sure enough, we heard back from Will. I don't know when we're going to have him on. I'm not going to bank on anything until the day that we actually book it uh, and get to do it. I don't know if we'll do it in person out and about somewhere or if he'll just call in or whatever. Uh, but in, when that happens, I'll get really excited. But in the meantime, I want to celebrate you, Raider Nation, and the RFR listeners because you guys rock. So there was, again, a bunch of people reached out. I'm going to miss somebody if I try to name them all. So just know all of you that we, you were your, your presence was felt on Twitter. People saw you. Will saw you. Absolutely. And Raider J77, Raider J is the one that with his tweet got the response. Uh, I've got it here. Let me read it out to you. Um, so he writes, at Will Compton, uh, when you going on Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff uh, and Mojo to talk about the best NFL franchise that ever existed, the Raiders. The nation requests your presence. So that's the tweet from Raider J. And then there you can see right below, Will Compton. What did he say, Swaggo? Oh, I think that's the tweet of the week. He said, I'll go on. Let me know. There it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. So Will's going to uh, hopefully uh, come on the show. So, uh, you know, shout out to Will. No free shout outs. But uh, we're for the boy, man. Yeah, we're for the boys. Yeah, we don't. We have a don't give a, a mentality. And, uh, you know, we, we just want to chop it up about the pod life, you know? That's, that's it, man. Talk a little Raider football. Uh, I'm sure talk a little bit of, uh, of that other team that uh, plays down the road. But we want to talk about podcasting, man. I want to I want to hear the genesis of the of that podcast, how Absolutely. him and Taylor got together, had the idea behind it. They had a killer one this week with Derrick Henry on Mosh. Oh, right, right, and right. it's making all the national scene because Derrick Henry revealed a lot about what he wants to do with his contract and all this yes. stuff. So big talk about Tom Brady, big talk about Tom, Tannehill, like really cool stuff. And, and, and in a roundabout way, Raider Nation, it kind of relates back to us because Will's talking about the Raiders a lot on this show. So this isn't just like a Titans thing. Yes, it's very heavily influenced by the Titans because of Lawan and sure, all that. Sure. But there's a lot of Raidery things going on on that show too. So as Raider fans, check it out. Plus, they're just funny. They're just oh my funny gosh, to listen to. They're hysterical. So check it out. Bussing with the boys. We're going to continue to promote them and uh, until we get Will on and then probably after the fact as well. So appreciate him uh, reaching out to us and, and we'll see, we'll see where, where it goes and when it happens. I've had a lot of people ask me, when you when is it going to be? When's that interview going to be? I don't know. We reach back out to Will again via email and we'll see where it goes from there. Yes. We've, we've, I'll just say this. We've been in touch with other high-profile people sure, over the years. Sure. And for whatever reason, scheduling conflicts, agents, whatever, those things sometimes can get in the way. Right, of, Mark Davis, Tom Hanks. I mean, there's been a bunch. There's been a bunch. So there are uh, things like that that happen. So, <laughs> no, so, it, so we're not. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But in the meantime, uh, we're just excited that the idea that he was open to it. Absolutely, and really yes. excited about you, Raider Nation, going up and speaking up on our behalf. That was that's so cool. That was kick ass, man. You guys like flooded the freaking. And it happened within 24 hours, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, well. well uh, it was Valentine's Day when we found out, when he so tweeted 40, us back. 48 hours. Within 48 yeah. hours, yeah, there right. were so many freaking mentions of it yes. that he couldn't ignore it anymore and, and hit yep. us up. So very, very cool. All right. What's next there, Swaggo? Oh, uh, the other respect. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have another respect I want to give. Did you, I was before, just, before we go to the last one, yeah. I want to give much respect. And we give him respect all the time. And, you know, he's, he's kind of our brother now. But, uh... uh Mojo. Yeah. Mojo yeah. Mojo had your boy Swag Jeff on his show. That was cool. And we got to chop it up and have some brewskis and, and talk yeah, linebackers. And, man, it was so much fun. How was that beer? 
Oh, because you were showing it at the end of our yeah, show it was, last week. It, yeah, it was the peanut butter milk stout from Tailgate Brewery, and uh, and yeah, we we just we got into that beer and it was creamy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was good, man. It was so much fun. Well, you guys did a great job, and uh, I got to uh, thankfully got to produce on that thing, and I, I tried to keep myself under wraps, Mosh. You know, as I'm sitting over here, but I was cracking. They were so funny, man. And then I I kind of inserted myself at one point. Well, was, yeah, you, know, was, you did. What'd you do? Tell me what you did. I was playing uh, a bunch of the, the 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 fat of the week clips. This thing, right, right, right. Fat of the week. Says he's fat. Who's fat? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that, and then uh, <laughs> and then I was doing the um, the uh, I w- I don't know how it came up about how did it come up, Jeff? You know what I'm talking about? Mm, I don't know. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, the certain sound that that was made. Okay, here we Fart go. Fart of the week. Yeah, so here, here it is. So this is, oh my gosh, there shouldn't be plenty of th- I think Max, my Max, Max, listen Max. To Max. Hi, boo. So I think uh, she's probably watching it, and so this, whatever. <laughs> this is really embarrassing, but it's funny. So uh, there was, growing back the clock to when me and Sonny used to do the Sports Dagos, which was a show that we did before, that, pre- uh, that sure, preceded sure. Uh, Raider Fancast and preceded then uh, uh, this, this show, Raiders Fan Radio. We did this show called the Sports Dagos, and there was a clip on there, and I'm troubled. I'm troubled. Try to carry me, Mosh. You want to find this darn thing? We used to. I used to just come in and do commercials, and you guys would do would have the stuff. And of course, my job was just to come in and make fun of you. When you guys had this one, I didn't have to do any work. Some of you might remember. We've had, who who who's been with us this this long that remember that might remember the sports dagos. Oh gosh, uh, I don't know. That might precede everybody that's here. Okay, so I've I've got it here. So this is Sonny and I on the air. And uh, I'm just going to let it play out and just let it listen. Do you guys listen? So those of you that remember Cousin Sonny, it's, it's him hosting the show and then, and then me. And Sonny's internet kept cutting out, okay? And I was getting mad every time his internet would cut out, we would reconnect. So internet cuts out, then we would reconnect. So this is immediately after we reconnected one time. We'd, uh, we'd like to uh, inform our listening audience. Um, we need to... We need to uh, <laughs> Jeez! Jeez! <laughs> now I and then, you, the, and then you the, put your mouth on that microphone the, the, uh, <laughs> to get the show going as soon as possible. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, was no sound effect. That was from. Josh is trumping himself. <laughs> Josh. The internet. Josh. Oh my, now you're killing the show. I was having a somber moment. I was gonna I was gonna say something for the internet that it died. Summer my culo. Let's oh, come yeah. up. <laughs> Tuck down Jeez. Raider Ghost. Fiber is the key. Oh my gosh. Oh my you know it's off season when we resort to fart humor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. That was a, that was a weak moment. <laughs> that was probably a low point in the show. I don't think I've ever revisited that until anyway, that's what was going on in Mojo's Pod show the other night. It was uh it was it was pretty dang funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so anyway, sorry for <laughs> Okay. All right. We have one more respect yes, to give. Yes, let's let let's let's shift gears a little bit. Let's so um <laughs> Sugar Shane says, "Throw away that mic sock." Yeah, you're not yeah. kidding. 
Oh my gosh. I do. Matthew Menga says, Murphy, you need the wipes. I need my anti fog wipes. I know my glasses are fogged up like crazy. All right. So, um, another bit of respect I want to give is that, um, there's a, uh, so we're, we're, me and Masha from the Bay Area, from San Jose, California. And, um, there is a, um, we're a fan of the Italian food around here. We're a fan of the Italian delicatessens in particular. Oh. The one that we're most, the biggest fan of is La Villa Delicatessen in Absolutely. Willow Glen. Lincoln Just, Avenue. Uh, Lincoln Avenue in San Jose. Look at him sweating. Uh, Lincoln Avenue in San Jose. And, um, but there's another one that now has an official tie back yes. to us here in our little town that's outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And that is uh, Domenico's Deli. Now, Domenico's uh, is originally in Alameda, and they're huge Raider fans. Uh, their entire family is Raider fans, and they've uh, opened a new location in our little town. And so today, so here's their menu, Domenico's Italian Deli. And today, me and Swago went in there to pick up our uh, little our craft services that we had before the show. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we talked to these guys, and so we talked to the brother, Mike, and their last name is Murphy, because their mom's the Italian. For those of you that don't know, my last name is Murphy, that's hence Murph. So they're Murphys, and they're Italians, which is cool, because that's just like me, right? And then we look over, and the, there's a, on the wall, there's an MTSU jersey. So MTSU is this school right here, Middle Tennessee State University. Yes. All three of us are alumni of that school, all right? So we look up, there's an MTSU jersey. It's number 12, our favorite number, my favorite yeah. number because of Stabler and everything. And then it's got the last name Murphy on it. And That's I go, crazy. like, what the heck? I go up and I look closer. There's a plaque on it. You know what the guy's first name is? Swag. Close, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff Murphy. And so Swag. And it was was a black jersey. And it was a black MTSU blackout jersey. And we're like, this is, well, it turns out Jeff came out here from, he's the all time leading passer in Alameda High School football history. Yes. He went to school at MTSU at our school down here, started in uh, like nine games in 2012 or something, Swag and I saw. Yeah. So, So, uh, so he, has, so he has this MTSU football career, fell in love with Murfreesboro, just like we did. Yep. Decided he wanted to stay. Married a local girl, just like we did. Just like we So he stays here, okay, and uh, and then goes on and opens up the family business and opens up now a new location of Domenico's Deli. The food is fantastic. Oh, it's They're so good. huge Raider fans. We chopped it up with the brother about the Raiders and about Derek Carr and about all this stuff. So much respect to those folks. It was way cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be best friends. We have to oh, be. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have to be. And we put like 36 of our cards in the uh, in the little jar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pick yeah. It out oh, and nice. get the free lunch. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. I, what, I had the meatball sandwich, and it was on a, it was on a hoagie roll. And it was amazing. It's these hand-rolled meatballs. Everything's made fresh there. Uh, it, had, it had some nice cheese melted on the top of it, but the, but the, the, the roll was so soft. Oh, yeah. It was just, I mean, it just the whole thing just melted in your mouth. It was amazing. And to top it off, it, seriously, I've eaten cannolis from the West Coast to the East Coast. This is up there. It's a number three. It's 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 Ooh. it's in the top three. Ooh. The best one I think I ever had was this little this little deli in New York City. I can't remember the name of it. We were walking by, and I go, "You guys keep walking. I'll catch up." You know. And six cannolis later, I had to take a, <laughs> I had to take a cab to find them. But that's not the point. This this cannoli was amazing. It was amazing. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, it was great. So we had the cannoli. Jeff and I had like the Italian sub, the Italian oh. combo, 
It had like provolone and mortadella and hot salami and Genoa. And like, it was, I'm telling you, this place is fantastic. It was incredible. So you ever find your way into Murfreesboro, Tennessee? They're right down there on the square. And uh, we're definitely going to try to link up with those guys. And who knows? We might even have them here in the fan cave or get an interview or do a live, or do a live show from out their, there. their place or whatever. Yeah. It's, there's pictures of them in Raider gear, like on the walls of this place. Like, it's killer. So, yeah. Uh, we love to see that kind of stuff. So, much respect to those guys. Congratulations on the new business. And, uh, and uh, there we go. Hey, what about Fabricator Gill? What'd he say? He says, I went to La Villa, San Jose, right before the last game. Damn! That was the best <laughs> ever. Thanks for the recommendation. Oh. How crazy is that? We need to, La Villa needs to send us some Ravs for I know, that and one. Yeah, and we, we dream about their Ravs. I know, and you know what sucks is that they're Niner fans. Yeah, I <sighs> They're know. all Niner fans. But, that's, but, you fans. Know, but you know what, though? Every time we go into La Villa, well, and it won't be anymore because the Raiders are gone, but every time we go to the, to the Bay Area, we go to San Jose. Like, literally, when we land in San Jose, we get in our rental car and drive to La Villa. Like, we, don't, we, go, we don't even check in. We don't even no. check in. We go straight to La Villa, and always they always reckon, of course, and I think uh, a couple of the guys well-recognize us from back in the day. Sure, too, sure, been, sure. Our, I went to school with the one guy. Yeah, and our family's been going there for, like, I don't know, 50 Ever. years or whatever. And so, But still, they acknowledge us, hey, the Raider fans, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. always really cool. So they're always really nice to us. But, yeah, they're all Raider fans at heart. I mean, the Niner fans at heart. Okay. Uh, all right. Enough of that. Let's get into the meat of the show. Let's talk some Raiders football. Swago, kick us off, though. Tell us how people can find Raiders Fan Radio. Do you like foggy glasses? <laughs> Do you like weight loss? Then you're going to love Murph. Do you like the hot breath of meatball subs and orange Mio? Yeah. You will love some Uncle Mosh. Do you like hot Cheetos and making it rain at the Raider image? Then you're going to love Swag Jeff. Hey, if you like all or any of those, subscribe to Murph's Fan Cave, wherever you find your podcast. You'll get Raiders Fan Radio. You'll get Tales from the Nation. You'll get Mojo's Pod Show. Find us anywhere. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. And if you want to contact us, you can call us at 909-345-3346. Again, that is 909-345-3346. Or you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. If you call us three times or email us at, uh, for an, an undisclosed amount of times, you will get made. Join us on the chat at YouTube.com slash Murph Fan Cave, and that's really where it's at. And uh, that's it. That's it. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Uh, Mosh, hit us with the draft, brother. Here is latest draft. There's a draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. Look, I'm into a draft. Let's go and pull in the draft. You're going to the draft? This draft looks solid. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Drafted. It's my third draft. You only get drafted once. Let's talk about the draft. It's our draft. You drafted me in the first round. Excellent draft. You take that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas. You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! That's my that's my favorite one when me and me and Swaggo. Yeah, we're gonna be up five honey by midnight. How many times have we said that, Swaggy? Oh my god! <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Swaggy J was Swaggy was one of my students, and uh, and we hit it off, man. And and I used to talk to him about gambling all the time, and he'd be like, "I want to go, I want to go, I want to go," and I'm like, "Swaggy, you're 15. You gotta wait a minute." <laughs> Swaggy J turns 21. And he's like, 
I want to go. And I'm like, all right. So we've been hauling ass. Oh, we've been going very fast <laughs> down the road <laughs> from, from Nashville to the Memphis area to hit the casinos down in oh. Tunica, Mississippi ever since. And it's so funny, man, because we're always doing the same thing. All right, here's our strategy. Here's our strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About two hours in, he's like, you got any money left? Hey, yeah, yeah. 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 Where's yeah. the ATM? <laughs> well, I, I think I may be the only ones to count my chips at the table. And I yeah. give and I give Uncle Mosh updates about every two minutes. Oh my god! Oh, and he loves it when you do. Hey man, that. I'm, yeah. I'm down fifteen bucks. Hey man, I'm up thirty. No, it's more like Uncle Mosh. Give me a dollar and then I'm even. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my goodness! Hey, so in the chat there, I want to shout him out real quick. Fabricator Gil from the IE, Ron the Materator, Chucktown Raider, Mojo. What's up, Mojo? DT the Sun, Herman Munster, Raider Born Rico. What's up, Rico? Matthew Mengus, uh, Raider Ramon is in there, Sugar Shane, Tyrone Graves. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, appreciate everybody joining us. There's another, is there two Raider Ramones? Anyways, um, appreciate everyone joining us in there. couple things real fast. Uh, I believe it was Tyrone asked about Mondays with Mikey Murph. We hadn't mentioned that. Uh, Mikey just moved into a new place, and he's trying to figure out his setup and all that good stuff, and it's the off season now, so... Uh, you'll probably won't see Mondays with Mikey and Murph until I imagine next season or something like that. So um, this show's purely on hiatus. It has nothing else to do with anything other than that, other than logistics of it. Just don't work for Mikey right now, but they will. And uh, when they do, we'll get back to doing that show. Uh, also in there, uh, I love it. Uh, Ron says, um, death, taxes, and 38 dudes named Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's another Jeff now at, absolutely to, to add to Jeff Nation and that is Jeff Murphy which is just a, absolutely too it's funny. amazing um, alright so let's talk a little bit about the draft uh, the 2020 draft coming up quickly uh, here this April in Las Vegas Nevada and uh, so uh, unfortunately Swago and Uncle Mosh aren't going to be able to make the trip uh, with his, uh, just some work conflicts and other things coming up so uh, but I'll be there so um, for, for those of you that are going to attend the draft uh, in Vegas so we're not going to do at least not this point an official like RFR thing but I know Mojo will be there and Aaron the Q Dog Raider and Big Raider Trucker and a lot of the uh, good friends of Raiders Fan Radio will be there um, so I'm sure at some point we will do some sort of a meetup and uh, knowing that it's me I'll have recording equipment with me of some sort so we will definitely uh, do something but we won't do like an official thing like what we did last year uh, where Mosh and I posted up with Aaron and we kind of did a full thing with a live recording of the show and all that we're not going to do anything that formal well, don't say you're not because you know if you run into mojo and aaron and big raider no, trucker and and you know a whole bunch of the guys and they go murph you got your camera well, well, that's so true. you know how you get i know i like to put this stuff on, right on, i like right? to record it so right now it's not planned Right now, it's not planned. That's true. So maybe I'll talk to the guys. We'll see if we can put something together. I I'm not sure. But like, but we don't have like an like last year. Like we had like a place and we had like a thing. You sure, know what I mean? sure, sure. You know, so uh, we'll 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 see. We'll see as we go. But you're gonna definitely get content from the channel for sure for for the draft. Um, but it will be uh, it, it will be it won't be Mosh and Swago. It'll be yours truly and uh, and some of the maiden men uh, that we run into out there. All right. So Mojo just said. Mojo just said. Hey. Update, the big gringo will be with him and his recording gear, 
they're going to do something for sure. Oh, well, there so you go. So there you go. So there you go. So may, I'll, maybe I'll just uh, invite myself to sit in with some of Mojo's stuff there. There so you that, go. And we'll take that and, of course, include that here on the channel. So uh, so stay tuned. Uh, we will definitely have some, some, some draft coverage. I call it coverage. You know, it's us just going down there and playing. We're not playing analysts. Uh, but we will definitely have some stuff coming to you from the draft this year. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the draft proper. So last week we talked about uh, – numbers 12 and 19 uh that's where the raiders are selecting and so let's we we brought up wide receiver cd lamb last week because we thought he would be the most likely wide receiver uh in terms of top prospects that would be available at 12 but we put a caveat there because we said it's only going to be cd lamb because uh jerry judy is already going to be off the board well this week, Mel Kuyper came out with his mock draft, and I'm not a huge fan of mock drafts, but because it's kind of, I mean, you're throwing darts, essentially. But, I mean, the guy's well-informed, so, I mean, I'll at least trust him for what his opinion might be, although I'm not going to, like, don't please don't take these things as, like, locks. But, I mean, it's a nice thing to, to provide a conversation at a minimum. So, anyways, he says Jerry Judy's going to be on the board for the Raiders at 12. I think that would be a nice place for us to take a number one wide receiver. Um, Mayock has hinted that maybe the value isn't there uh, to draft that uh, position at that place, but I got to think, man, that with the need that the Raiders have on offense, that that's, a, that's at least a heavily considered uh, pick for them. Swaggo, what you did a little look up on Jerry Judy. What'd you find out? Yeah, well, you know, be, being a being a fan of the University of Tennessee, uh, he he burned my team <laughs> for several years. Uh, but he was uh, he was the 2018 Bolitnikov winner. Yeah, sure. You know, was. he was, and and last year he had 77 receptions for 1,163 yards and 10 touchdowns. That's killer. That's awesome, man. That's really good. Yeah, it's really considering good. Considering all the weapons that they had on that team, like you know what I mean. It's not like there's not other players to throw the ball to. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, but so. but to, but to, but to go a little bit further on your point, the draft is pretty heavy with wide receiver this year. You know, do, do we go wide receiver at number twelve? You know, does a guy like Simmons fall to number twelve? You know, with all the quarterbacks going at the first part of and the you're draft. And we're talking about Simmons from Clemson. From Clemson, yes. Yeah. You're yes, talking about because, linebacker out of Clemson because yes. he's like hands down the best defensive player in the draft, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So does he fall to 12? Do we trade our two picks to go up and get him? Is he worth that? Because right now I think most mock drafts have him going between four and nine. You know, we need a linebacker, obviously. You know, I mean, do you trade up and get a guy like that? You know, you know I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, that's it's interesting. So if, say that... They do go uh, as Mel's got them laid out, so where they take the offensive player. You know, because a lot of people like what Jeff's saying, like take the best defensive player on the board at twelve, regardless of who it is, and then draft your wide receiver at nineteen because it's so much deeper. Excuse me, it's so much deeper at wide out. So go ahead and get them there. Uh, but Mel's saying that they're going to take uh, uh, Jerry Judy, uh, which means that they're still. Uh, should he not be though, then it goes back to last week's number 12 suggestion, which would be C.D. Lamb. And then you get your defensive player at 19. Now, there's a lot of talk about who that defensive player could be. We talked about uh, corner last week, but we also know that the Raiders have a glaring need at linebacker, probably the most glaring position. The challenge for, I call it analysis, at in terms of the defensive position pulled at 19, is that the 
the typical thought is that there's not as much value in first round linebackers that where you want to draft a linebacker later. But if you got it, you know, somebody with a, you know, extreme amount of talent and they're available at 19, you grab them. So who swago who's there that's going to be available at linebacker at number 19. Yeah. Kuiper says that uh, 19 weeks should go with uh, Kenneth Murray linebacker from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Who, uh, yeah. He's, he's a stud. He's a super stud. In 2018, he had 155 total tackles. He was also named to the first team All Big 12. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a stud and a half. He's foregoing his senior year to enter the draft. Oh yes. nice. I mean, this kid is a beast. This yes. kid is an absolute beast. And his in 2018 that season, 155 total tackles. That was second in the NCAA. Yeah, that's crazy. The Whoa. kid is, and he's fast. Oh yeah, you know, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know what his combine speeds are going to be and all that stuff. But he he's got he's got incredible lateral movement, and and it seems like if he can he can go right and left as he's going north and south. The kid oh, is nice. amazing. Oh, yeah, I, re- I like it. Mosh. I can't remember what was. Uh, I think I was talking one of the bowl games I was watching, and he was just I mean, he was unstoppable. The kid was phenomenal. Oh, Absolutely, awesome, and it, and in total in his career for Oklahoma. 325 total tackles, which is number 13 all-time Big 12. And that's only three years, too. And it's three years. Wow, that's impressive, guys. Well, you know, Mosh, you mentioned the Combine. Combine's coming up uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday. They start the position drills. I believe the players get in. Uh, I don't know, a few days before that. And, of course, they do their, like, wonder lick and their player interviews, and they do their, you know, where they go up on the board and they're, you know, uh, diagramming plays right, and doing right, all right. The, the, the cerebral part of the game. Uh, and then they get into the player drill. So we'll be back on the air. We're off next week, and then we're going to be back on the week after that. So we'll be back on the Wednesday following the Combine. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Things about, like, what Mosh, uh, you know, uh, referred to there in terms of, like, what these guys' numbers are coming out of the Combine. It's a little bit of, you know, they call it basketball in, or not basketball. They call it football in your underwear. You know what I mean? That like they're out there just, you know, doing these drills and how well do these drills relate to your actual playing ability? I mean, some things are indicators, some things are not. Um, but it's, I, I think it's a fun uh, event nonetheless. What's really interesting about this and, and is, to me is the it's almost like the unintended consequence of the combine, and that is, it's one of, if not the only event in the calendar of the NFL where the GMs, the coaches, and the owners are all in attendance. So you have your owners' meetings, where it's obviously the owners. And then you have like your draft, but all the teams are typically in their own war rooms, so they're separate, right? No one's like, you know, they're, they're not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Mosh? They're not uh, talking to each other. They're not. Uh, they're not. They're not. They're not uh, in incommunicado. There you go. They're not incommunicado, right? So they're excommunicado, John Wick. So they, <laughs> they are. But so they are. They're all there together, and a lot of deals get done around the combine. There's a lot of backroom, you know, or not even backroom, like at the bar, out at dinner. Like there's, they're all there. They're all talking. And don't you know what? A lot of deals get get structured or at least conceptualized at the combine. That's why you see these things get done so fast. As soon as the the trade deadline uh, or as soon as the trade season begins or free agency starts or whatever, that's why you see these things go bang, bang, bang. Because they've already hashed out these things. A lot of it at the combine because right, they're all right, there right. together. They're all looking at each other. It's not even like. You know what I'm saying? So it's a really interesting time, and that's where all the, the Derek Carr stuff comes from, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But anyways, that's the, the Combine's a blast. I think the Combine season and the whole thing around it is, is definitely uh, a lot of fun. All right, so uh, 
moving from this year's draft back into last year's draft, uh, our buddy Foster Moreau, tight end for the Raiders, uh, part of the 2019 draft class, had an awesome clapback this week. He, uh, he the uh, NFL Network put out their list, their ranking of the top uh, draft rookie classes of 2019, and the Raiders were seven, Mosh. So the Raiders were behind the Niners, who were listed then ranked as number one. Uh, that's Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurd, a uh, handful of guys. Then the Buccaneers, uh, Devin huh. White, Sean Murphy, uh, Jamel Dean. Uh, the Jaguars at third, Josh Allen, Jawan Taylor, Josh Oliver. Then you go down to the, uh, let's see, who am I missing? There was somebody between them and the Redskins. Uh, the Giants, then the Redskins, then the Titans, which the Titans had a good draft. Uh, and then the, there's the Raiders at, uh, at number seven. What? Now, yeah, so they were given an A- as an overall from NFL Network in terms of their overall success of the draft. So it's a nice score. Uh, to re- refresh your memory, it was Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, Trayvon Mullen, Max Crosby, Isaiah Johnson, Foster Moreau, Hunter Renfro, and then Quentin Bell. Uh, free agent rookie signings, A.J. Cole, Keelan Doss, Alec Ingold, and Andre James. So here the NFL Network lists them as number seven, and then Foster Moreau, as, as, as I mentioned a minute ago, hit them back with this on Twitter. And he said, basically, slow down there, buckaroo. And he posts a picture, and this is money. It says, Oakland Raiders, 2019 rookie class ranks. Rushing yards, first. Receptions, first. Scrimmage yards, first. Scrimmage touchdowns, first. Sacks, first. And a quote from Peter Schrager, it might be the greatest draft class we've seen in the last 10 years. You rock, wow. Foster Moreau. Well, yeah. You go, dude. That is freaking <laughs> awesome right there. That is so cool, man. You dude. know what? I, I, see, I see those stats. I see those stats from last year's draft, and we're talking about drafts. Are we going to trade up? Who are we going to get at 12? Who are we going to get at 19? All I know is that I'm excited for it. Right? I'm excited yes, for it right? because Mayock, I mean, just knocked it out of the park. It was a freaking slam dunk draft last year, and I can only expect more of the same this year. It's going to be epic. I'm with you, dude. You know, a lot of people have talked about like, oh, the Raiders need to trade or they need to do this. or need to... I'm like, and tell me what you think on this one, Mosh. I'm kind of the opinion that let's give him more bites at the apple. Like I think, especially, and I'm not going to get into my draft efficiency that I tried to unfold, unpack last week, <laughs> but like you considering how many times he struck gold, especially in the later rounds, like, don't you want to give him more swings like, right? Like, don't, like, that's how I feel, Jeff, because I'm with you that, like, Mayock is so trustworthy. So, Mosh, what do you, what do you think? Do we want to get more shots at, or would we rather have him move up to take some, you know, dream position? I, or I like, I, I, you know, I, I'm of the, I'm of the, uh, I guess, I guess I just like the fact that we go, we go outside the box every time we do anything. Yeah. You know, I remember, I remember standing in the rain, in the pouring rain, consoling, you and Q, <laughs> when we first heard the name. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. <laughs> the first time we heard that, and you guys, I, I didn't know if, you, if, if it was the rain or y'all were sobbing. 
<laughs> Probably a little of both. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. And it didn't and get only, it, And, and it I was sobbing because that ice cream truck blew a fuse. <laughs> and, they, yeah, and they weren't able to serve anything. Yeah. But it, and it didn't get any better as the rest of the picks were announced. And now look at us. I know, man. And, now, and we were the people that said, oh, you can't tell nothing about our draft gr- class for three to five years. And now look at us. We're going, we had the best class out of anybody. Oh, like, absolutely. Good call. And you know, it's funny because, yeah, and I still hold to that. Like, you really can't judge a class, a draft class, until you get three to five years down the road. But so that knowing that, like, that's how much more emphasis should be put on how well this exactly. draft went. Yeah, that, like, I mean, exactly. Think, think about pick number 27, who's only played 60 minutes of football, and we're talking about the guy putting a C on his chest right, in the next right, year. Right, yes. right, The guy that's more Raider than any Raider on our roster. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Good call. Absolutely, man. And it, it, Ron says, yeah, Mayak has been mocking for years and possibly more valuable. He has watched the draft mistakes for years. Yes. Oh, so yeah. talk about yes. a smart guy. You know, you learn from you your learn you from learn your from, mistakes. Your, from your mistakes of your enemies. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Great call there. All right. So uh so speaking of that draft class, of course, one of our favorites that came out of that along with uh with Jonathan Abram. Well, I mean, I guess they're kind of all of our favorites, but I think the the two guys that jump out are Jonathan Abram and Max Crosby, right? Max. Max. Those are the two guys that jump out. And uh, so Max Crosby was on NFL Network this week, and he had a nice little interview with Andrew Siciliano. And uh, so we've got uh, that interview with Max. Pretty darn good first year, rookie year for Max Crosby. Fourth-round pick last year of the Raiders had 10 sacks, and he joins us now live from his new home in Vegas. He has already made yes, the move, sir. getting some time off here with his first real offseason. Max Crosby, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm glad you're getting some time off, although moving never really ends. I don't think it's the I've... worst thing ever. <laughs> how has yeah. the move been to Vegas? Are people stopping you walking down the street yet? Um, No, not really. You know, I'm a little uh, secluded, so it's good. You know, uh, it's beautiful out here. I'm excited. You know, the city's going to be rocking pretty soon so you know i'm excited to get out and play in front of the fans max your your house here has the echo of a house that does not yet have furniture <laughs> you are correct he's a kid he's a kid <laughs> leave him alone he doesn't i did not have furniture when i was 22 years old uh, either shut up. however no. you know there are people that can help you with that let's talk about vegas though dude is like everyone from michigan to texas to oakland like, your boys already blowing up your phone saying, road trip, we're coming in every weekend for <laughs> games. Everybody. Um, everyone's super excited. You know, my family is super excited. They, you know, they want to be here 24-7. So, yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of text messages and calls saying, hey, man, I'll be there. You just got to let me know. So, yeah, you know, you got to you got to get away from the distractions a little bit from all that. But, you know, it's going to be it's going to be something else. I'm I can't you know, I'm so excited for this whole experience. Max, you guys, I'm sure, can deal with it. It's your home. I mean, you're going to get used to it. But yep. What about the road team? So the Golden Knights, the hockey team, the first year they were there, they won 29 of 41 regular season home games. Like, teams came in there and lost. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals that year, obviously, almost won. Do do you think you guys are going to see the same bounce? Like, road teams come in there and don't know how to deal with it? Um, That's funny you mention that because that's what I've been hearing a lot. People are like, yeah, it's going to be a – an extra challenge for teams that come in on Friday nights and 
try to stay away from the strip. So, you know, if they can't handle their business, then more power to us. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent, he's a man of his word. Thank you, Rich Uncle Eisen. Mosh, you're the smartest man alive. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff there from Max Crosby. Yeah, it's a fun conversation that we had there, Mosh, about, earlier in the year about uh, how the you know opposing teams were going to do when they landed in Vegas, and we'll see if they prove to be uh, a, a distraction or not. All right, so uh, next up on the list here... One more segment before we get to the C and or I call them puddle of fans tonight. Um, free agents, guys. Last week we talked about this huge list of free agents that are going to be uh, available in terms of quarterback. And, and my idea last week was to, like, each week cover a different position. And, you know, something came up this week, and I thought – we got we got to stick with it. We got to stick with the quarterbacks. It's too out of a topic for us to ignore, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. So first and foremost, um, we had the the list right. Like the talk now is that Drew Brees is already gonna go back to uh, uh, to New Orleans. I think the Titans want Ryan Tannehill back. Like everybody's starting to kind of the talk is starting. To, the people are starting to find their homes. Well, also talk this week from Larry Fitzgerald Senior. That Larry Fitzgerald's dad, who is a reporter, apparently said that, and I don't know what his source is, but said that the Raiders are prepared to offer Tom Brady a two-year, $60 million contract. The, the GOAT could be offered a contract to come play with the Raiders. Now, we know that Bill Belichick does not, he doesn't keep guys because of their track record. And it's important to remember that in terms of contracts, this goes for all players, contracts are investments, not rewards for past production. Yes. They are investments. You're investing in your quarterback to take you or any other player to take you to a certain level in terms of their play. You're not rewarding them from what? When the Derrick Henry gets the big contract from whoever he gets it from, it's not because he was the rushing leader last year. It's because they're making an investment on what he's going to do for them in the 2020 season. So are the Raiders prepared to make an investment in 42-year-old Tom Brady for a two-year period? I think it's possible. I don't think this is that crazy, and here's why. And I want to hear from you guys on this, too. Let me give you my thoughts real fast. Oh, you will. Okay. So first off, $60 million sounds like a crap ton of money. But considering that guys like Dak Prescott are looking for like 35 plus to get the greatest quarterback of all time, I grant he's 42. But that's it's like it's not that expensive. He's not that much more expensive than what Derek Carr costs us right now. So in terms of dollar wise, it makes sense. Raiders got like 50 some odd million dollars in cap room. Derek Carr has a very tradable contract. He doesn't count as for a lot of dead money against the team, and it's favorable for a team like. Indianapolis or Tennessee or Dallas or whoever else that would want to absorb that contract. Miami, I don't know, whatever. You pick it. There's a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks. So everything is lining up for the very distinct possibility that, that, that this could happen. I'm going to play you one more thing because I think this all, this all leads, it's all a package. Like You can't just look at the Tom Brady thing in a, in a vacuum. You can't just look at Derek Carr in a vacuum. you got to look at all this stuff combined, all right? So there's a, this report the Raiders have offered Tom this money. And then there's all these now rumors, again, heading into combine season, all these rumors about Derek not necessarily being shopped, 
but the Raiders considering offers for him. Now, the audio clip I'm getting ready to play for you is Michael Lombardi. Now, I've rallied against Michael in the past. He used to be a Raider employee. He got butt hurt because Al, thank you, Mosh, for butt hurt earlier. The definition. No worries. Of he uh, he was butthurt by Al Davis because Al Davis essentially locked him out of the facility. So we know this guy's got a case of the ass for the Raiders. That said, I think I think this is worth considering. And I don't consider a lot what this guy has to say because there's a lot of hater that comes out of him. But I don't think this is a hater take. And you let me know in the chat. Who else we got in there? Uh, Jeff oh, Sheridan. They're letting you know, all right. All right. So, Chad, I want to hear what you, your thoughts are on this because I typically don't care for this guy, Michael Lombardi, and I typically don't agree with But listen to this. This, I think, there's a lot of reason to be considered here. All right, let's get to the clip. And it seems like this story is gaining a little traction here in Las Vegas, and I don't know if that's just the regional bias or if there's some truth to it, but people are starting to feel like maybe there really is a chance that Tom Brady becomes a Raider. Now, as far as the sports books are concerned, the Patriots are still a pretty heavy favorite at minus 300 to uh, stick with Brady, but the Raiders are a 4-1 to choice, the second choice on the board. Do you think there's some uh, reality to this thing possibly happening? Well, let's just, let's go, let's work backwards here, right? So the reality here is we know this, no matter what they say, no matter how many times Mike Mayock, and he'll go to the combine and deny it, we know, we know for fact that they're not happy with Derek Carr. Now, the Derek Carr family will, will create a revolt on Twitter and complain about it and say it's not true. But the reality of it is, is we know that John Gruden thinks that, that Derek Carr doesn't, doesn't extend plays, doesn't make a play after a play. Throws the ball out of bounds when he has a chance to make a play. Can't create things on his own. And he watches Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, the second play is more important than the first play, right? And so we know this. So that's the backdrop. We know John loves veteran quarterbacks. That's, that's part B, B of this. C, we know the Raiders have a ton of cap room. They've got a really good offensive line. And they've got a team that could lure Brady to believing they could compete for his title if, in fact, they could fix the quarterback position. So it's the perfect storm. And then D is they could trade Carr for an asset because Carr's contract is very favorable for them to trade. So when you add those four things together, this is not the rumor that was the most ridiculous rumor of all time, which was Dak Prescott, I mean, Tom Brady going to replace Dak Prescott. That rumor was the most ridiculous rumor of all time. This one has real teeth to it. It's got validity to it because we know the, 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 we know the silos on each one of these things, and it starts and ends with their unhappiness with Derek Carr. All right, Mosh, let me set you up on this thing. I want to hear your thoughts, okay? This is not, again, we're, look, I got my number four right here, man. Like, uh, we are, they're my Derek Carr Funko Pop is in Miami, for crying out loud. Thank you, Jeff. Like, we're Carr fans. He's our Raiders quarterback, so we are, we'll be a fan of his until the day he goes somewhere else. I think the difference now, and this is what's to be considered, is that, number one, Mayock will always look to upgrade every single position, and that includes quarterback. And number two, the value is there for them to trade. And it, the numbers make sense. It doesn't impede the Raiders' ability to continue to grow in other areas should they make a move. That's why they let Khalil Mack go. Because hit, hit, it, and now Chicago's feeling that. They can't make certain moves because they overcommitted to Khalil Mack. The Raiders did not overcommit to Derek Carr, and they're in a favorable position now. So if you can upgrade a quarterback or, at a minimum, get equal value at quarterback 
add a draft pick and draft whoever that replacement is going to be, the stars are kind of aligning. Now, look, I'm not predicting anything. Oh, my God, you're not setting me up. You're furthering your argument, which you've been doing for five and a half minutes. So tell me what you think, Mosh. So then give me a chance, hot dog. It's, Let me tell oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Mosh's fan cave. Oh, no. Oh, well, I can go. It's not a problem. I can, I can leave. Sorry. I thought I was a co-host. I was trying to set you, you up. You weren't setting me up. You were furthering your argument. Well, I want to give you one oh my you solid side of the, of the fence, and then you give oh me God, yours. It's been eight minutes of solid side of get rid I of know. car. Oh, my let gosh. Let me give you. I'm not me, getting rid of Who's getting rid of him? Let me tell you okay. why I think. And it, you're not factoring in the human equation. Okay. That's what you're missing 100% of. Tom Brady is not going to leave his position to go into the same market and go against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I said his name. I didn't want to. He's not going to go to a group where he can, the Raiders, where he can lose to Mahomes. It would make perfect sense for him to go to the Titans if he wants to do that. It would make perfect sense for him to go anywhere but the Raiders. He's not going to want to go. His ego is far too big for that. Plus, we're not going to spend $60 million for two years that might not even pan out to two years. It's not going to happen. Mark my words. It's not going to happen. What's happening is they're driving up the value of Brady, okay. Mayock, and Gruden to get some other dumb butts to, to bid on him, to take him. Brady won't play anywhere that, that is not in New England. He's not going anywhere. All right, so that's and that's a very fair point because you're right. He's the goat. Patrick is the next goat, right? He's the newest, right? And, he, and so I'm with you Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. Okay, so let me ask you this then: remove the name Tom Brady, the contractual sense, the numbers of it all, since it wor- does work favorably for the Raiders. Is it out of out of line to think that okay, not Tom Brady, but someone else might be our quarterback this year? Uh, Absolutely, I'm not talking about. But we're now you're talking. Now you're comparing well, apples and oranges. Well, no, no, no. But there's we two, were talking about. We were talking about Brady. Well, and but the car portion of it facilitates the ability to bring in Brady. So it doesn't even have to be Tom Brady. It could be somebody it else. It could be anybody else. I'm just saying, if you take in the human factor of it, Tom Brady only wants to play for one reason, and that's to win Super Bowls. Absolutely. And I promise you, Tom Brady does not think he can win Super Bowls in the same division as Patrick Mahomes being the quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Think about it. Think about Brady's ego, dude. We've been talking about that for 16 years. It's not going to happen. That's fair. Swaggo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a damn thing to say now. (laughs) You guys argued for 15 minutes about it. Hey, 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 hey. Seven. Uh, you know. Seven. Why has he got to cuss us like that? Uh, We're family. Yeah, we, can argue. we can argue with each other. Oh you gosh, can't. You Jeff. guys are killing me. Yeah. I, you're just mad because they're talking about bringing AB back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you burned your jersey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he ain't coming back. Anyway. <laughs> nah, he ain't coming uh, <coughs> You know, and, and yeah, and you know what? I think we kind of need to move on from this Brady thing. Whether Brady comes or not. Okay, remove. Okay, let, let's. 
I really did. I, I didn't want to make this a Brady. Brady was because he was the last reported name. Yes. So that's what facilitated the, because they work hand in hand. These are two things. So you're paying top dollar for a veteran and you're trading Derek Carr. Okay. Those two things have to work together. Okay. But the car portion of it has to be the precursor. So does that happen? Do the Raiders move on from Derek Carr? I guess that well, ultimately is the question. The signs are pointing to it. You know, right? I mean, if if the if if we're hearing reports from legitimate sources that the Raiders are prepared to offer sixty million dollars over two years to Tom Brady, I mean, they're obviously thinking the car's not the guy. You know, if they're prepared to offer that, whether Brady comes or not, I mean, that situation car is not in silver and black. I mean, he's just not. I just, I think that. You look, know? I think that the, the, I trust to read the tea leaves here, and there's also a fair point here too, Mosh. I believe it was hardcore Raider Brady might have enough ego to think he can compete with Pat oh, Mahomes. Please, please. I'm just saying. Okay, I don't, I don't see it. I, don't I mean, I don't, it. I don't either. But I, could, but when you are the goat and you got six rings on your fingers, you might think. And you're, you want more. And you want more? Why else, at 42 years old, why else play? Why else? The only thing you want, because you don't want to, you don't want to make the playoffs at 42. uh, Well, let me say, let's talk about, let's talk about Favre. Let's go into Minnesota. Let's talk about, well, I was going to KC. I mean, there's a lot of these guys. Stay where you dance with the one who brung you. Well, I agree, but there's, but so that said. Johnny Unitas was a was a, a a charger. Namath was a ram, right? Like these guys, like they don't know necessarily that it's their time and they need to hang them up. And they do try to play those extra years or two. Uh, you're right. Not everybody can be Sandy Koufax and walk out at the top of your or game. Peyton. You're or, freaking or, Tennessee or, Peyton. Or, or, or Tennessee Peyton. But what they can do, what what we're not getting here as a whole in this room is that that. It's it's not gonna Tom Brady. We're talking about Tom Brady. The man has played for one team for one system. Bledsoe goes down. In comes Brady. I mean, that's it. You know, Brady's gonna walk out. If he walks out, he's gonna walk out a Patriot. And he and somebody's gonna have to offer him a lot more than sixty million dollars for two years and be a legit group that could challenge for a Super Bowl ring. It's, it's just uh, sorry. Yeah, it's his Good ego, point. man. Go ahead, Swag. You know, we we've been talking for weeks about it, and it's the uh, it's the new era of the NFL. It's the new era of the NFL. Forty two year old pocket passer Tom Brady. You know that? I mean, it's it's got a shelf life, and it's about up. It's about up, you know. I mean, that's what Q Dog said about Giselle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> hey oh. So, you know, so do the Raiders even want to go that route? They're you jacking know? the price up. You've been to auctions before. Well, yeah. Well, and You've I been think to auctions. The, well, and they're not even necessarily jacking the price up of, of Brady as much as they're jacking the price up for Carr. And then I think Both. that right, if they make it known that they're willing to bring in Tom Brady and ship Derek Carr, now all of a sudden you're gonna generate offers, right? And I think there's a lot of this stuff that we talk about every year <clears throat> with that, that is strategic 
on the team's part. Like they set this, these conversations up to drive up value to exactly what Mosh is talking about. And I think that it's highly possible that they're doing that to drive up the value of Derek. If somebody offers, I don't know if the, if, if it's true that Joe Burrow doesn't want to be a Bengal. Okay. He pulls a Peyton or not Peyton, but an Eli Manning. And he says, I'm not going to go to Cincinnati. Okay. He refuses to, to go. And Cincinnati decides to make a trade for a quarterback. And they bring in Derek, and they decide that they'll give the Raiders uh, a high second round pick for Derek Carr, a higher position than what he was drafted as. You don't think the Raiders would consider that? Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Well, you know what I'm saying? We don't have a second round pick. We got a rock star for a GM that's going to be doing the drafting here. Yep. Like, I just think that there's a lot yeah, of. And that's a, that's a, but that's a whole, whole other show. That is a whole other show. You're right. You're right. All right, good stuff there, guys. Uh, I appreciate the spirit behind uh, the debate there. And, and tell us what your thoughts are there in the chat. Oh, they uh, have been. They have been. Okay, good. Ra- look- Raider Homer says draft and draft, or I'm sorry, trade the one of our first round picks and Derek Carr for the number one overall pick. Yeah, but you guys missed. You guys missed all the. You guys missed the whole. That's what I was cracking up at when oh you were on your, on your rant. Q Dog was going stuff like, anybody got Daryl Lamonica's phone number? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Rico, I, I think uh, I, I think Plunkett's down in the Virgin Islands. Can you reach him? You know, I mean, it was pretty funny. Yeah, well, absolutely. And it, look, and I, I'm, not, I'm certainly not an advocate for the. I think what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to wrap my brain around the concept. Not and again, remove Brady from the conversation. It's the idea that we're taking our franchise quarterback and we're potentially putting him on the market. That's the idea that. You know, and I and I used to have these conversations with Mikey on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and I would rally against that notion. I'm like, the Raiders are going to shop him. Would they answer the phone if someone calls? Well, sure, because you're going to do that. But the Raiders before it would cost him like twenty million dollars in dead money to move him. Well, now it doesn't do that anymore. So now, like, I think the phone lines are open. I just and, and I, I got to agree with 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 Fabricator Gill. He he's, he says all I got to say is I trust in Mayock. Me and Gil, the old yes. the old guys in here, you know, I, I I do. I think I there's Murph Swaggy. I don't think I don't think anybody can disagree that these guys have had a plan in action no for doubt. a long time since no the, doubt. since the third quarter check down into the dirt. I don't think they. I think they've had a plan. I think they've had a plan going on for a long time, and we're just gonna have to wait and see what it is. Yeah, they're not gonna tell us. They're not gonna tell. Why us. would you That's tell? That's right. That's right. Good point, Mosh. Good point. All right, let's get into the uh, the puddle of fans. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. <laughs> Wait, where is? Where? <laughs> Should we change that to sea of fan? Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. You remember when you taught me how to do this sound effect? Yeah, I do. I can't do it anymore. You can't? Uh-uh. 
<laughs> oh, let me get you on camera. Do that again. <laughs> we can't do it anymore, Mom. I got too much cheek. <laughs> I got I got too too much in two sets. So, Hello, fellas, hope you're all well. I have a couple of questions for you this week. Firstly, oh, you're already into the puddle of fans. Well, yeah. Well, tell First, them. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> tell him, tell I, I, thought you, I thought you were giving me that look, that keep going look. No, set us up. Tell them how they can contact the show. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I do it. Well, yeah. I, 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 that's his job. Yeah, I, you're a social I, media hey, director. I, you know, yeah, well, I not, thought I did that about 30 minutes ago. Well, do it again, man. Okay, we you can contact it. us. Call 909-345-3346. Email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> yeah. Most times, we start with a call from our capo. Yes. But he didn't call this week. Nope. And so he's in the chat, and he's got a hit list. He put himself on it for not calling. <laughs> oh, that's there a good go. guy right there. All right, so in the puddle of fans, uh, we're going to start <laughs> off with an email. Mosh. <laughs> Who do you got for tonight? I so. thought you were giving me the look, that, the, the keep going look. Oh, okay. No, well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Eden, right. fellas, hope you're well. <laughs> I have a couple of questions for you this week. Firstly, what do you believe is our priority this offseason? Tom Brady with you. <laughs> with the ongoing DC question, is it a QB? You're not mad at me, Mike. Wide receiver. You're not mad at me for being on Tom Brady. I haven't been scolded like that since I pooped on the floor when I was eight. When you threw up on my girlfriend in your dad's Mustang, Jack Wagon, I could have choked your little self. She still went to prom with me. This is how Why? This, this is how deep-seated Mosh's Raider fandom and hatred for Tom Brady is. I got scolded for bringing the crap up on the show. <laughs> that is so funny. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm oh sorry. Gosh. Go ahead. I don't right. even smoke. <laughs> Wide receiver is a clear area of concern. Uh. So is quarterback. As in the defense. <laughs> but which area do we need to address more? With Carl Joseph, Nick Nelson, Jonathan Abram, Markel Lee, and Arden Key all returning from injured reserve and the possibility that Vontez Burvick could return, does that lessen any urgency on defense? Meaning we can focus more on wide receivers. Could we go big on a couple of wide receivers to add real strength to our offensive core? I've seen us linked with A.J. Green or Robbie Anderson, amongst others, and they certainly raise eyebrows. Why not go for both of them or two other big-name receivers to have another go at the offense we, int we intended last season before the number 84 train derailed? <sighs> Incidentally, how quick has last year gone? It only seems like five minutes ago we were all... We were delirious with 84 coming in and hard knocks on the horizon. Uh, uh, anyway, I digress. My second question for you is this. All right. I've watched a fair amount of college football over the years, and it's about time I pledged allegiance to one of them. Oh. Because I have no alma mater and therefore no specific allegiance to anyone, what criteria should I use to, to pick a specific college team to follow? As an adoptive son of Mississippi, 
Should I now be looking at Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Should I follow your lead and follow the Blue Raiders? Yes. Or UNLV, now that we're Nevada bound? I had thought about putting names in a hat and going with the first one picked, but I'm scared of getting a team in Kansas or Denver. (laughs) Kansas, I love that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm uh, I'm in your capable hands, fellas. And a couple things to finish with. Swago mentioned last week that Jonathan Abram should be a captain on the team. I wholeheartedly agree with my friend and think Max Crosby should Max. be wearing a C as well. Oh, They may nice. be young guys, but they've already shown their passion, desire, and will to win for the Raiders. They do and say all the right things, so why not reward them with the honor? Let me ask you a question. What year did Carr just finish? Six. Six. And he has a gold C, which means yeah. he started wearing it. Year five? Yeah. yeah. Or year one? Year, year, yeah. Or after he year completed two, year, year one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So Jonathan Abram and Max. Oh, good call, Mosh. Could, both, yeah, could uh-huh. both be in the same, the same thought process. Absolutely, yep. Uh, finally, I saw a few folks reaching out to Will Compton to get him on the show. Yes. So hopefully it does the trick. Love your Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Egerton. Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, two-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 Paul, your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. So, so it's a shorter show tonight. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a puddle of fans tonight, and we thought about doing thirty minutes of Paul. Or because we got the time. Oh. We should do a thirty for thirty, Paul. Thirty. Thirty for thirty, Paul. Yeah. Thirty for thirty, Paul. I like that. Will you stifle yourself? <laughs> All right, so he asked about picking colleges. So, yeah, so here we go. So these are the MTSU Blue Raiders. So so they are our our, our alma mater. Uh, all three of us went to school there. And, uh, yeah, now with the synergy with our, our buddy Jeff Murphy. Well, who, yeah. Who played quarterback for the uh, the Blue Raiders. And uh, uh, there's a few Blue Raiders in the league. And Kevin Bayard, uh, as a, for instance, we talked to uh, – uh, a little bit uh, during the, the Super Bowl run-up about the three players that were playing um, yes. uh, in, in the Super Bowl that, that went to MTSU. The thing about MTSU is that we're loyal to them because they're our school, but they don't compete at the national level. Um, occasionally, they'll be in like a cool game on ESPN or in a bowl game, or they'll play like an SEC opponent like you know, uh, like, well, this year we played against Michigan yeah. and, like, and played them well through I the went, first I of, went to the big house went, and saw that game. Yeah, like we played really well for the first half and hung with Michigan. But in terms of like the national conversation, Paul, you're not going to see the Blue Raiders showing up in like the top 25 or even competing for a high profile bowl game. So I would say that like I kind of root for two different teams. Like I love my alma mater, and so I root for them, but I also root for other teams that do compete on the national stage. Uh, Where we grew up in the Bay Area, and I'm curious to hear, Mosh, your opinion on this, like we had Stanford and Cal. But, like, it wasn't like it is here in the South. College football in, the, in California is not like it is here in the, in the South, here where we live. It's religion. Like, it's, 
It's bananas. Like people don't say the word Alabama in their house because that's a curse word. Like it's like it's a whole different level of loyalty versus what we saw. So growing up, other than my dad having like Notre Dame games on TV every once in a while, I wasn't like a big college football fan. It wasn't until I moved to the South that I became a real big time football fan. So I so I support the Tennessee teams. Uh, because that's where I live. So I root for the University of Tennessee. I root for even Vanderbilt. I root for those teams to do well, even Memphis. You know, I want to see the Tennessee teams do well because that's where I happen to live. What about you, Mosh? What I, about you growing well, up? Well, I got into, I, when I joined the military and I got out and I ended up in the Midwest, the, college ball was big because we, I was in Iowa for, for a short period for uh, uh, one weekend for five years. And... <laughs> And, and, and you know, and you had you had the Hawkeyes and you had the clones and the Cyclones and oh, uh-huh. and you know and the Hawkeyes were good then you know and then just and then just right across the border you had Nebraska you know and that oh, was that in was their heyday, it was man. in their heyday yeah. man and Gene so, Stallings oh it was, was it, it was Gene Stallings no uh, no that was the Alabama coach. that was the I'm Alabama. sorry go ahead yeah yeah anyway and and it and so I really started to get my first my first taste of it you know. In the Midwest, and then coming down here, it's—I mean, it's—it really is religion. You know, you go anywhere in Alabama, and people greet you with "Roll Tide." Yeah, it's kind of or War Eagle or War Eagle. Yeah, depends on where you're at, and you want to make sure you're in the right neighborhood. (laughs) You know, and so it's cool. It's—it's really uh, there's there's nothing like a hundred thousand screaming folks. You know. Doing, doing like what they do, you know. It's, it's just, inf- it's nuts. It it's is, just nuts. It is nuts. It's, and I know Swag, you've been to the Big House. I went to Neyland Stadium and watched UT play. Yeah. And this was like the home opener against like Austin P or something. This was like some, like a very easy win for them. Not a big. And yeah, Mosh, there was like hundred and six thousand people there. Yes. It was bananas. It was so so fun. So who do yeah. you? So uh, who are your rooting interest I, aside I, from Middle? And and again, I'm I'm with you a lot of that because I live here now. And and I did growing up, you know, Stanford was fun because their band was crazy. Oh, you know, there yeah, there was yeah. always fun, and they had they didn't wear the same uniforms, and it was in the it was in the post hippie days, and you know, so it kind of had that appeal, you know. But uh, I like I like Tennessee, I like Vanderbilt, but I just like college ball. You know, yeah, I just I yeah. love college ball, man. I just there's there's just something about it because because being a high school guy. You know, um, I, I love. I think that's the purest form of our sport. You know, is is high school football. But then you you get all those. It's like it's like a, every game's an all star game because you take all those kids and there and a lot of them are kids in men's bodies. You know, and and that you get them out there and they're just it's balls to the walls all the time. Yeah. You know, and you just you just don't get to see you know a lot of really and 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 they'll run up the score in a minute. Oh yeah. You'll have oh, an yeah, eighty five yeah. to three game <laughs> yeah, in a Saban. minute. Yeah, you know, so absolutely, I don't know. So Swaggo, let's hear let's hear from you on this. So you grew up a majority of your life here in the South, although yeah. you're from Southern California. Yeah, but like you mentioned earlier, being like a UT fan, and like there's players like Jawan Jennings who yes. played here locally around the corner from around us. the corner from us, who like could be a late round consideration for the Raiders, even yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely, so, I, talk know, a little. I, yeah, I think he could come. I think he could go. You know, fourth or fifth round. You know, he's a deep wide receiver, but uh, but he's got passion for the game, man. Yeah, he's uh, he's fun to watch. 
but yeah, you know, I'm I'm with you guys. Obviously, you know, MTSU is my alma mater, and so I, I pull for the Blue Raiders, and uh, you know, and I like Tennessee. I'm you know I've been a Tennessee fan for you know as long as I can remember. Uh, moved here 20 years ago. I actually moved here uh, about two weeks before uh, they became the national championship. 98 or in 98 in 98. Mm-hmm. In 98. But, Martin. Uh, yeah. Yes, and then when I got married in 2014, uh, my wife and uh, and her side of the family are uh, Michigan Wolverine fans. So uh, so I like Michigan too. But, uh, you know, and really, I like watching Clemson because they're going to be future Raiders. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no kidding. And that's you know? some of the best ball you will see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clemson is just it's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Paul, I mean, I think you got to base it on, you know, where you want to, who you want to root for in terms of the national conversation. Pretty much anybody in the SEC, I will tell you this. And this is what's so fun about the SEC. And I'm not trying to get in a whole debate because the Pac 12 people want to rep their thing in the, in the Big 10 or 12, whatever the heck they are now. Everybody wants to rep their thing. And the ACC, aside from Clemson, really hasn't been strongly relevant. Uh, 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 you know, look at uh, uh, Miami and Florida State. Like, they've kind of fallen off. If you root for anybody in the SEC, so that's the Mississippi teams you mentioned. So Mississippi State, Ole Miss, that's the University of Tennessee in the chat. They're talking about who we were talking about when we said UT. I'm not talking about Texas. We're talking about the University of Tennessee. But uh, the Longhorns aren't a bad team to root they're for. They're not a bad team. They're, they're, but and they that, claim they're the original UT. That's right. That's right. And they, But what I'm getting at is that like anybody in the SEC, aside from, well, and even Vanderbilt, frankly, if they were to go undefeated, they would be in the national championship conversation. So if you pick an SEC team to root for, so that's Georgia, like Florida, like Arkansas, like any of those teams, LSU, right? Look at this year, right? When you look at the amount of teams in the SEC that have won national championships, mostly Florida, LSU, and, and Alabama uh, here of recent history, they're all going to compete for on the national stage. So those teams are really, really fun to root for. And, and, if, you're, and if you're talking about Mississippi – Go Mississippi State. Root for our boy Jonathan Abram. There you go. Boom. Good call. Good call, Swago. Good call. All right. So next up here in the puddle of fans, we got a voicemail this week. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks, Houston Raiders, Steve. Otherwise, it would have been a bunch of crickets up in here, right, Mosh? (laughs) Hey, uh, Murph Mosh, uh, Swag Jeff, main men, main women. Uh, Raider Fan Radio listeners, this is Houston Raider Steve. I'm just going to let you know that I'm uh, upset about this, to, to put it mildly, about this uh, Tom Brady. Oh, you're not the only one, Steve. <laughs> Will you stifle uh, Is that for me or Steve? Both of you. Oh. Will you stifle <laughs> To put it mildly about this uh, Tom Brady, $60 million to your uh, contract. I, I look up the stats. This is what the stats are. From ESPN, Derek Carr, 28 years old. Last year he had 4,054 yards, eight, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 62.2 QBR rating, quarterback rating, 10th. Tom Brady, 42 uh, years old, 4,057 yards, three yards more, 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 53.7 QBR rating, 17th rated. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I feel about this matter. They're trying to get some buzz for this new stadium and everything, trying to get everything excited, uh, whether it's uh, done with Mark Davis or with um, Gruden or both, or the people in Las Vegas trying to move stuff to try to get some excitement in this city because their hotel rates might be down and everything else. Getting Tom Brady would be like driving a car. We've all had these cars in our life. you got three bald tires. You got in that need a and you need a front end alignment. You got a cracked windshield. 
his best days are behind him. He's on the decline now, and I don't see any sense in having him come to the Raiders. If they sign him, I probably won't go to a game in Las Vegas. That's how upset I am about this. I'm a big Derek Carr fan. Has he made some mistakes? Yes, but he had a great year last year for the most part. And I just can't see myself as a Raider fan getting excited at all about this. And geez Louise, he hates the Raiders. He doesn't, he's never wanted to play for the Raiders. We hate him or we don't like him, to put it mildly. <laughs> Patriots, I can't stand. I can't stand anything about Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, the Cheatry Rats, as we call them, and the entire Patriots fan base. They're arrogant enough and condescending enough. There's no way. <laughs> that was it. And that was it. No that goodbye. Was, that was it. No goodbye. No nothing. <laughs> 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 Mosh, you love that call. I love that call. I love that call. I love that call so much. Sizzler. Sizzler. Oh, Sizzler. 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 Nice. Sizzler. First time ever, a one call, one Sizzler. <laughs> he said it. He said enough. There you go. He hates Tom Brady. Oh, me. I like his wife. I wonder if she could get <laughs> Reese Witherspoon to call me. Steve's or... <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how it all comes back to Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Reese Witherspoon. All right. So there we go. There's a sea of, fan mail- sea of fans mailbag for tonight. Hey, you want to win a sizzle? We, this year? Game. we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to Aaron <laughs> Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Ah, Q-Dog Raiders in the Q-Dog. He says we want to recount, Mosh. That's pretty funny, man. Yeah, if you want to be, you want to. You want to get in the? Uh, you want to increase your odds of winning a sizzler around here? Calling the off season. <laughs> Calling the off season, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Swaggo, shout them out. Who we got in there? Yeah, we got everyone in there. We got Matthew Mangus, the Big Easy Chucktown Raider, uh, Tyrone Graves, uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Sugar Shane Raider Homer, uh, Logan Moore, up, Big Homer? Easy uh, Sugar Shane. We got everyone here. Ron the Mater Raider. Thank you guys for tuning in. Absolutely. Appreciate everybody joining us on tonight's episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you joining in. Let's see. We got your... We got your... Oh, oh yeah. Give a shout out to who that is really quick. We got time. What's Go up, ahead. David Northrup? Check out davidnorthrup.com. That's D-A-V-I-D-N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P.com. And buy his new CD. It's called Shapes. And uh, he is so gracious to uh, let us use this as our new outro music, one of his tracks on there. And so we appreciate David. Hit him up and let him know that you heard his song here on Raiders Fan Radio. Thanks to everybody that joined us tonight for this episode of RFR. We will see you in a couple of weeks uh, back here in Murph's Fan Cave. Where? Where? You went here. You went all Peter Brady. I was trying to keep it down. We hate saying Brady on the show, but we'll call you Peter Brady. (laughs) Hey, thanks for tuning in to an episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode 158. Be sure to subscribe to us on Murph's Fan Cave, wherever you find your podcast. Find us on Facebook.com slash Murph's or slash 
Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Call us 909-345-3346. Email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, join us on YouTube for the live chat. That's where uh, that's where comedy is born. And, uh, and Uncle Mosh, yes. take us home, brother. Well, we just want to thank everybody tonight for listening. I know you're out there, Reese. We want to thank Murph. <laughs> we want to thank Swaggy J. We want to thank the chat room. Y'all been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side, and we never talk about Tom Brady. Don't forget, <laughs> what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night. Good night, you too. Good night, everybody. From Peter God Brady's man, or fan cave. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.